0: This, is, this the is the Legs, legs and, eggs and Eggs podcast eggs. starring Fupa Jones, Fupa Jones, Heather, Heather, Glenn Stone, and Sarah Zeruthless. Children
1: don't realize that we do grow up and we really do become our parents. Yeah. No, not always. Sometimes we become the opposite of our parents, like me. I'm nothing like my mother. <laughs> <laughs> Awkward silence.
0: <laughs> I know. Well,
1: because because Glenn has awesome parents, she forgets. Yeah, but it doesn't mean, like, you end up like your mother if you're a girl and your father if you're a boy. I'm not even like my mother. I'm like my father. Boopa acts like his mother.
2: I do not. I act <laughs> like my father and I love it.
1: Do you have crotchless boxers that you walk around the house in
3: like your dad? At Saturday. I
1: got crotchless
2: everything.
3: <laughs> you got your Saturday suit on. You <laughs> do.
2: It's just flapping out
3: there. <laughs>
1: Dragging.
2: Every year, a little lower. Yep. Gotta
3: get suspenders.
1: And I just want to say, Sarah, you definitely act like your mother. And Heather, I'm guessing you probably just act like, um... My father that I don't know. No, your first dad. My first stepdad? Yeah, the one that you consider your dad. Yeah, no, I actually don't act anything like him either. I'm probably like my biological father. I just don't know who he is, so... My first stepdad was, um, he would sit in the living room and smoke weed in front of us, and he'd go in the
3: kitchen and do lines of coke. That
1: was like my stepdad, too. (laughs) But he was awesome, I mean, he
3: was a great guy. Yeah, same with mine. But I've no, I'm nothing like him either. I think I'm a good mix of all of my parents. Even though I don't know my dad very well, it's like I look just like him, so I just feel like there's ways that I'm like him. You really don't look like your mother. No, thankfully.
1: Your mother's pretty.
3: If I had a bald head, I would be like nothing. Seriously, all I have is my hair. That's all I've got. It's all I've got going for me. Like, I couldn't live (laughs) like that.
1: (laughs) I was just saying your mother's pretty.
3: My mom is balding. (laughs) It just means you're getting old. Yeah, she's fucking old as shit now. Let's not bald shame the old ladies. They can't help it. I know. I can't help it, though, like. Her and I, that's our relationship. We just, like, bag on each other all of the time.
1: Yeah, that's, like, how me and my dad are, but it's more me just really making fun of my dad all the time.
3: Yeah. (laughs) It's like a job, you know? Quotes from
1: the one and only George W. Bush. See, free nations are peaceful nations. Free nations don't attack each other. Free nations don't develop weapons of mass destruction.
4: And we responded with the best of America. You have not been pregnant? You
3: didn't use your boyfriend's toothbrush when you were 16 to get pregnant? No, never. (laughs) I didn't even use the fucking turkey baster. Good God. I know. What's wrong with me? That age, everyone got pregnant. We all had a punch card for Plantana. Um,
1: I got pregnant at eighteen, <laughs> uh, uh, uh. <laughs> and she's at work right now.
3: <laughs> well, I mean, my oldest sister was the pregnant teenager, so I think I learned from that that I didn't want that. Good
1: call. Love my children, but good call 18's very young let's not forget that our sex education was very condom based because of AIDS. i know we yeah, were that's all gonna true.
4: die bryce that was a nightmare that was when i started getting comfortable doing this stuff and i was working you know on seventh avenue and i was going to a funeral you know every three days i just dropped right back in the closet i was like no way
1: we were all in like elementary school so for us, it was like they scared us, but we were young. We weren't out in a, you know. So for people that were in their 20s and 30s, it must have just been terrifying. Just living through that, I can't imagine.
4: Oh, it was awful. You know, and sex stopped. Getting his traps. Nobody was having sex. And the condoms, let me tell you something, it was like
3: literally like you were putting on, you know, three layers of Kevlar. They were not that penis friendly. They're not even vagina firmly, dude. I'm sorry, but I fucking hate those things. I don't even care.
4: I'm on prep now. The guys love it when they turn around and say, yeah, you can come right inside me. Go ahead.
1: I can't believe that in my lifetime, we went from that to now they have prep. Like crazy. But it was fucking scary for people.
4: Oh, it was the worst. The worst.
1: They just told us you can't have sex ever or you're going to die and you can't sit on a toilet seat because you can get AIDS. That's what they told us. Yeah, we, we were just going to get AIDS and die.
3: Yeah, we grew up with a lot of AIDS misconception.
4: Do you know who at the whole process? None. Right? <laughs> it fit right into their worldview. If you have sex, you're going
3: to die. Yeah, just like you're going to die if you smoke a joint. I learned that was a lie, too.
1: So I have... Four actual cigarettes left, and I'm hoping I can just transition tomorrow and no more cigarettes. And just a vape. Yeah. So you can only buy them around here at hyenas like one store. They're actually opening a fucking smoke shop right up the street from me. Now you just need a dispensary right next to it. well the one in Mashpee is not far, but I don't go there. They so asked me the other day if she could smoke the joint that she had bought in me. And I said, that's fine. She goes, I'll buy you a new one. I said, that's fine. Do not buy me that one. Buy me something different. I didn't like that one. That's why I didn't smoke it. She got me sativa, platinum, garlic.
2: Ew.
3: That's good. That'll keep you productive.
1: We'll see. The other one I had, what's the other one?
2: Garlic.
1: Yeah. The other one I had was called wedding cake. It goes from wedding cake to garlic. Okay.
2: Garlic, really? It's weird. <laughs> I think it's real weird. What's the other
1: um, in, indica? What what, was I have? what did I have yeah. before? Yeah, indica. Okay, that's what I had before. I did yeah, not like that's it. Why,
3: yeah, it's indica couch. So you're not going to yeah. fucking do anything. No, I fucking hated it. It didn't let me sleep. I just was like annoyed that I was high. I like 50-50s. That way you can be productive and then you can still get to sleep. I'll never get past the garlic.
1: The Pledge of Allegiance was written in 1892 by Francis Bellamy as part of a contest designed to promote sales of a weekly children's magazine. Hashtag facts.
2: to the dick store and buy a bunch of dicks and take them home and wrap them up and bring them to your house and you can open them and see all the dicks and then you'll say you got me a bunch of dicks
1: I live in Brooklyn, okay? I live, um, I'm kind of by Midwood.
4: I got a bunch of friends that were living in Midwood. Where I am right now, the weather's beautiful, and I'm happy. I don't have to put a pound of baby powder on to keep my T-shirt from sticking to me.
0: <laughs> there you go.
3: You don't have to gold bond your balls twice every 10 minutes. Oh, my, you kidding me? I'd be walking down the street, shoved my hand in my pants, and
4: rip that fucking scrotum <laughs> away. <laughs>
3: Yeah, this fucking anteater that's sticking to the side of my leg. It's fucking annoying.
4: And you're trying to walk and you start chafing. I'm chafing. Oh, my God.
3: See, chafe is real. That's what the gold bond's
4: for. I need to be gentle with my nuts because they're going to be taking one away soon. Oh, oh no. But you know what? It doesn't work and it hangs around all day long doing nothing. So I might to get rid of it. Maybe I'll back into a whole new set of jeans. You never know. Listen, in the middle of every pile of shit, there's a pony. you just got to dig deep enough to find
1: it.
3: (laughs) Yes, that's a good way to look at your uniball situation. Are you going to keep it in a scientific jar? They don't let you. What? No, you don't. You don't get to keep body parts. What the fuck? But
4: they're yours. I mean, that's what I said. It's mine. I don't make these rules. If I
1: recharge, yeah, you'd be able to take my balls off. In Massachusetts, it's illegal to tell fortunes without certification.
0: I don't want to go to jail.
1: When did we get vaccinated? I got my first shot February of 2021. Biden, as soon as he took office, that was the number
3: one thing. Get these fucking vaccinations out. Yeah, but still, it's like. They knew about it a year beforehand. They didn't tell the people. This was an outbreak in fucking China before it came here. So, like, the fact that they didn't warn people that if they were traveling, that that was a likelihood. It's ridiculous. Like, it spreads like fucking crazy and mutates. So, like, even the vaccines we got, we don't know what they're going to do in long term. All I know is I got bad reactions from them. And I have to trust my body and saying that nothing was wrong with me prior to getting them. I mean, I just think there needs to be more research. Usually, they take a longer time to, like, test vaccines. And, like, that came out during election season.
1: Like, they weren't new.
3: Everyone's like, oh, it's brand new. The companies have been working on these vaccines for 10 years. Well, they have a SARS vaccine, which is what it is, essentially. But that develops and mutates.
1: No, no, no. I'm talking about the mRNA vaccine. Everyone's like, I'm not taking that because it's new. They've been working on it for
3: 10 years. It wasn't like some dude went in a lab and was like, okay, we're ready. But they didn't study the long-term ramifications or, you know, the side effects.
1: Yeah, that is true. If it's only 10 years old, we don't know the long-term
3: ramifications of it.
1: Correct. But I got COVID and
3: didn't get sick, so...
1: I don't know if that would have happened if I wasn't vaccinated. I could have. Who knows? I got COVID after I got vaccinated and I got pretty sick. Me too. When I got sick, I was like, wait, didn't I get vaccinated for this? Oh, but you got, didn't you get COVID early? No, I, I got COVID in February of 2022. So that would have been one of the other strains though. Because I got it. In January of this year, so what's going around now is like a cold. Like people aren't dying from what's going around now. No. Look, I'm just going to say it. I made the decision to get vaccinated. It seemed like the right decision at the time. I'm not going to regret that decision. Do I know if I needed to get vaccinated? I don't know. Did I get sick after I was vaccinated? Yeah, and I got pretty sick. You know, everyone says, but you'll get it, even though you're sick. Um, I'm vaccinated against polio, and I've never gotten polio. I've never gotten measles, mumps, or rubella. Exactly. Well, because because those are not viruses.
2: Yes, they are.
1: Those are viruses. I'm sorry, they're different types of viruses. They don't mutate the way that the flu
3: and colds and COVID and stuff. Polio is polio. It doesn't mutate the same way the mutation like if you have colio is the degeneration of your body and shit like that though like that's how it mutates it attacks your body like
1: i mean look vaccines even ones that may only partially work i mean they're better i guess sometimes for the immunocompromised all i'm saying is i never got any of the other things I've been vaccinated against. <laughs> <Right. Yeah. laughs> I hear yeah. you. And I still got COVID. <laughs> I know. But if you, but they do tell you when you get the flu shot, it doesn't mean you won't get the flu. It just means that you hopefully won't get as sick. So the same thing they were saying about COVID is the same thing that they have t- been telling us forever about the flu shot. Yeah, and maybe I like this strain of COVID I got. If I hadn't have been vaccinated, would have fucking
3: killed me. I don't know.
1: Right. Who is to say? I mean, I think I got that Trump COVID. It doesn't kill <laughs> you.
3: <laughs> I'm not coming from an anti-vax place. I'm coming from a place that's like, I just feel like in comparison to other vaccines that have been tested and we know long-term ramifications of and things like that. Like, it's different in that sense. And I've never I've been vaccinated for everything and never had the reaction I had like I did with that one.
1: I'm coming from a place that, you know, people should be allowed to questions. That's not unreasonable for you to think that. But we live in a political climate where it's like, you know, you're bad, you're evil, shut it down.
3: Yeah, it's it's one way or another again. One way or another, black or white.
1: Pokemon go to the polls. <laughs> are you legit mad fupa what are you
3: legit mad
2: no okay good evening i am fupa jones actor and this is my bathtub welcome To Inside the Actor's Bathtub with Fupa Jones. Hello, I'm Fupa Jones, and this is my bathtub. My bathtub of acting, it is full of sense memories and biomechanics. and a couple of short order mechanics if you don't know what that is I don't know what to tell you do the work, look it up as my old friend Kevin used to say argh that was Kevin Strasburg Lee Strasburg's little son the Irish one I don't know what happened to him Anyway, I do remember his bathtub, and it was nothing like this. I remember sitting in it. Actually, it was a warm spring day, quite like it is now. There were some purple buds in the air. There were flowers. I remember their honeysuckle scent. Mmm the honey of the nose and I lived in it I lived in that sense and for that moment I was Tennessee Williams from his heart to his soul to his boots to his soggy scrotum and taint he was me and I was him raised the Lord hallelujah me and Lee and Kevin Strasburg we got there We went all the way back and forward again. Didn't pick up the gun we saw in the first act. And that's how I met Harvey Weinstein. Thank you for tuning in, everybody. Once again, I'm Fupa Jones, the actor. Fupa Jones. This is my bathtub. And this is inside the actor's bathtub. With after Fupa Jones, ta-ta. Billy Joel.
1: And now I'm back in the anal birth of Bert. Well, you need to explain to him what that is. He doesn't know yet. So it starts, and it's just a row of like what my friends would call twinks, sort of on the walls. And then, like, a bunch of leather daddies are blowing those twinks. And there's a swing in the middle. And then, all of a sudden, one of the leather daddies gets up. And they're not even—this is, like, old school. They're not even, like, kind of hot leather daddies. They're very, very, like, trucker greasy. One of them collapses on the floor, says, It's time. Everyone stops what they're doing. They get him into this swing— And they have him, like, up, like, his legs in stirrups, and they're, like, massaging his asshole. They're like, push, push. And this goes on for a while. There's a a lot of fisting. And then they pull out a Burt doll and hand it to him. And that's the anal birth of Burt.
4: I just poked myself in the eye with my fake eyelashes. (laughs) I'm like, you gotta be kidding me, pulled a Burt doll out of his ass? Yes. Even I don't do that shit. (laughs) (laughs)
0: you never saw
1: that as a porn loop no the best part about that is I've never seen the anal bird, but I feel like I have because you've told it so many times it's I mean it's burned into my memory yeah and you describe it it's just like I now have a memory of that movie that I've never
3: seen oh I definitely looked for it and I found one thing on it and um it's just hard to find
4: Well, I know what I'm doing tonight.
1: Quotes from the one and only George W. Bush. I frankly felt like the reception we received on the way in from the airport was very warm and hospitable. And I want to thank the Canadian people who came out to wave with all five fingers for their hospitality. Proud
4: to be with the scholars.
0: Something that won't cost a dollar Come and get Come and get Come and get These trombouillons Come and get it Come and get, it. Come and get, it. Come and get it. You need to pay $20 For something that won't cost a dollar You need to pay $20 For something that won't cost a dollar you need to pay twenty dollars for something that won't cost dollar. You need to pay twenty dollars for something that won't cost dollar.
1: need them on my name tag yeah but there's you know there's also i don't know there's nothing wrong with them being there until we are all have switched over to zay zim's oh don't stop <laughs> <laughs>
4: You're about to bugs me.
1: that's my favorite that's the one that i think should be the gender neutral pronoun i think like we should get rid of he she they and we should all just be zay Zier.
3: Why can't we just fucking be called by our names? Why does that have to be a thing? I meet you, you tell me, you know, your name, and I get it. Like, whatever. Right, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, it's just crazy.
1: I really am truly, seriously making a case for Zay-Zim-Zir as an update to the English language because I fucking love them.
4: You look in the Oxford dictionary right now, I guarantee you find they're ready.
1: Yeah, and then we just kind of phase the other ones out. That is a perfect pronoun that everyone would love to say and have said about them. Everyone would love saying it, because it's a Z, it's fun.
3: I want what you're smoking. My pronoun is cunt. Yes, <laughs> slut,
1: bitch, asshole. Thank you. I'm just suggesting let's slowly evolve the English language towards the direction of more. I need to interrupt and put out the warning that I'm just about to finish my bottle of wine. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Okay. Yeah. So let's focus. Focus. So that means Heather's drunk, just in case my our guest doesn't know that. Oh, no, I got that right away. Birds poop and pee from the same hole at the same time. Hashtag facts. We've been watching um, this one called 911. It's terrible. I fucking love it. <laughs> if you guys ever want some real mindless sappy TV, that's the show. It's like watching Virgin River almost.
2: And it's self-aware. It's it knows it's ridiculous. So it gets better and better and more ridiculous as it goes on. Oh, I love that shit. It's a Ryan Murphy show, who I usually cannot stand. But it's all the best, worst parts of him in that show.
3: Oh, wow, shit.
1: Who is Ryan? I don't even know who Ryan Murphy is.
3: He does American Horror Story.
2: Which I actually like. The other stuff that he does, like, I hated Glee.
3: He
1: did Dumber.
3: I love Nip Talk.
1: Ryan Murphy is, his shows are known for going completely off
3: the rails. Nip has Michael Mancini from Melrose Place on it.
1: I, okay, I love Ryan Murphy shows because they go completely off the rails. I really enjoy his style, but I'm very mad at Ryan Murphy. I have a real personal hatred of him over this one show, Hollywood. I think I've told you about this before. It will like set me up to be this show About bucking in a gas station, right? And then it's Ryan Murphy. So you're kind of expecting bucking in a gas station. (laughs) Ryan Murphy going off the rail style. No. What? That's like just one episode. That's just the first episode. It's about making a movie.
3: Oh, Jesus Christ.
1: Do you know how disappointing that is?
3: It sounds it.
1: Was the Jeffrey Dahmer thing the Netflix one? Yeah. That's literally the only thing I've ever seen that he was on. I'm looking at his Wikipedia. I've never seen anything show. He has a fun style.
3: Yeah, I love it.
1: Yeah, he just go everything he does just goes completely off the rails.
3: But I agree that I hate Glee. I won't watch that shit.
1: Yeah, that one's terrible.
3: Oh fuck that show. I could never. Yeah,
1: and don't watch Hollywood unless you want to be disappointed.
3: I won't. I have enough disappointments
0: in (laughs) life. Don't tell me what I'd like to hear. A little big dick, have no fear. Coming up behind you, entering the back. Big vicious dick, hanging sack. What I've got for you, heart attack ensue sitting on the toilet i let my nuts hang balls in the water call me larry king wear suspenders hold up the ding everyone's in shock better open wide speed box in your tonsils astro glide Come inside, so much fun Thinking of you, thumb in the buns No other love, like gold bond Keeping my nuts fresh when I spray it on
1: In your nightlife, do you dress as Brianna and, like, daylife not?
4: Um, I've not got—I've seen plenty of guys, cross-dressers, that go to the uh, booths. I have never done it myself, partly because I'm doing it you know, during work.
1: Right. So at home, Art, is that when you—
4: When i love the house to myself, like I have right now, which is I'm sitting here as Rich talking. I've got my Silicon Brianna face on, and I'm trying to get my magnetic eyelashes to stay, and I'm putting a little cosmetic on. Little, you know, I'm going to stroll around, just just be, be in the house. And, uh, you know, you never know, I might invite somebody, but I don't like to have people in here. One, I've cut a deal that I don't entertain at home, because I am married. And two, I don't want anyone around my dog.
1: In Ontario, it is illegal to swear in a public park.
2: Let's get, to Let's get to pooping!
0: pooping.
2: That's
4: it! That's it.
1: When they say we're a family. Yes. Because we are absolutely not.
3: Absolutely not.
1: I have a mother and a father. Thank you. I have a family. And are you at my house on fucking Christmas?
3: No. You want to invite me to a crappy work Christmas party so that I can attend that. And it's really because you want a tax write-off for giving out company bonuses. Exactly. I'm not blind to the motivations behind the uh, family, quote unquote, Christmas party.
1: <laughs> right. We're not a family. We are co-workers.
3: This is a business exchange.
1: Yeah. My co-workers can become my friends. I mean, you and I were just co-workers once. True. And we're also teenagers,
3: so. Yes.
1: But, you know, you and I were co-workers once I have some other friends that I have been co-workers with. Of you're my family... Like, my mother answers the fucking phone for me just to fucking chat. Do you do that? Like, my sister just randomly texts me fun things. Like, do you do that? No, the only time you get in touch with me when I'm not here is to tell me something about work. I don't think any member of my family has ever gotten in touch with me to tell me something about work.
3: Right. Even when he worked for him.
1: Yeah, exactly. Huh. Like, you know, my brother doesn't call me up. And be like, Clem, I need you to come in early to take, you know, this single process on Tuesday. I don't even work on Tuesday. So no, hanging up the phone on him. Yeah. You're not my fucking family. I'm sorry. I don't dislike you.
3: Right. But we're not that close.
1: Yeah, we're not like that. Half of you motherfuckers didn't even come to my wedding. So like, what the fuck? Right. I don't actually care. I invited all of my coworkers and my boss so no one would be like why didn't I get an invite and I told them like don't feel obligated like if you want to come to a party on a Saturday night come if you don't don't
3: yeah exactly that's why I chose the route of elopement so everyone got offended
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's everyone but also no one because no one was invited.
3: Exactly. There was no special person that day or anything.
4: Well, the way these things are now, it's, you know, just videos. Usually they have like 20 or 30 titles, they've got straight titles, they got trans titles, they got gay titles.
3: I remember one I got out of the porn bin once. It was called Red Riding She-Males. They literally played Mr. Vane throughout the whole fucking movie. Yeah, talk about your childhood ruined. Yeah, I mean, it didn't ruin me. I enjoyed it. I thought it was great. I thought it was hilarious. But yeah, that one was interesting. Well, you know, the history
4: of these things, back in 46th Street, that's what it was like. And then they kind of dispersed them a bit. Bloomberg was trying to shut them down. They were dispersed all over the city. You'd go down like Tenth Avenue, you'd find them. You'd go down the Gainesport Market, you'd find them. And you know they were, they were, they were okay. They're pretty cool. You know you'd go in, and it was it actually starting to get nicer. They were, they were cleaner. They were a little more, you know, little flashing lights and whatnot. Uh, the boots had plexiglass in between, and with a little slit, you know slit along the bottom, or they had buddy boots where if you pressed a button and the other guy pressed a button, your shade would open up, or The window would just miraculously go clear.
3: Wasn't there, like, a fucking serial killer that went through there and was, like, killing off a lot of the sex workers that worked in the booths? I think you're mistaking art for real life. That was
4: uh, Al Pacino's movie, Cruising.
1: Quotes from the one and only George W. Bush. The important question is, how many hands have I shaked? Uh, uh. (laughs)
2: Enter a ball. Hello, I'm Louie Catman, second-generation moo cat. Eight years ago, I was diagnosed with being left outside in the cold too long by some dumbass drug addict lady who didn't know how to care for cats. Clem Stump took me home, and gave me the treatment. There were virtually no side effects. I hang out with a bunch of other cats now. I'm meow. I'm basically cured.
3: I really want like people to like look at the fact that none of these parties work for us. Period. They don't.
1: No, they work for the lobbyists. Exactly.
3: Yeah, so that has nothing to do with us, so we should probably, like, hire a regular person that actually gives a shit about people, has an awareness of the world, somewhat of an education that's articulate and knows what the fuck's up, like, with regular people. Like, a U.S. senator only makes $174,000. I just hope that people realize that throwing their vote away is the best option, (laughs)
1: i agree i definitely do not like what's on my ballot and so i just like to write in my own thing
3: have we ever like look we've had like the bush clinton dynasty and then obama extension there's nothing good that's come out of politics there really isn't i mean it's the corrupted system and it's workings that don't fucking work for us It's our fucking money and they keep gambling it away and giving it to other places without fixing anything here. That's a huge fucking issue for Democrats and Republicans.
1: It's also stupid. Like, like in the Senate, every state has two senators. California has a population of what, 40 million people? And what's the population of Wyoming?
3: And what's their homeless population too?
1: Well, I know, but I'm just saying, like, you've got two people representing 40 million people for California and then two people representing Wyoming. I think it's like 900,000. I don't even think there's a million people who live in Wyoming. Why did they get to have two senators and California only gets two?
3: That's stupid. So you're saying that we should fucking get rid of electoral, yeah.
1: No electoral and the Senate, you know, the Congress goes by population, but so should the Senate. I say just throw it all out the fucking window. Good Put me in fucking charge. Okay, I'm very compassionate. I'm gonna do most of my uh work between the hours of like 11.30 at night and like 4.30 in the morning. Okay, so I'm not gonna be bothering you. In Minnesota, it is illegal to have a contest to catch a greased or oiled pig.
2: I don't want to go to jail. Everything is about dick and balls. The tape taxes are take danger. I'm going to take cash. They're going to pass a stimulus. I got one in my pants. Come look at my stimulus. Don't get any in your eye. I'm on the bro law. Cause I'm a brochure list. my stimulus is in my pants And you'll see why I'm so cool, I might start a podcast i got a of
0: sausage to say
2: The stimulus in my pants, it's rarely like the bone Gonna drop a tea bag in your cup of water My stimulus package is my dick and it is my boss, no corporate bailouts for my stimulus and it's GMO free. But he's gonna kill us.
3: Cares about um, Clem, I'm going to now send you this photograph and you'll see what I mean. i I just can't, I can't get off of this. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah i would like you to share it with the rest of the class
1: hold on i gotta get my phone out of my pocket okay
3: all right brace yourselves brace yourselves thank oh my god he's <laughs> so bad <laughs> it's sue the surgeon uh, uh, uh. what the yeah that's what i'm lady. saying he looks like he's been in a wind tunnel that's not even a front lace is it Yeah, that's like a Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking Hank. It's like the Michael Jackson, like he probably just got addicted to fucking surgery.
1: He also got addicted to
3: little boys.
1: We're not talking about, we're talking about his plastic surgery and his bad hair.
3: Yeah, can we just talk about how he was attractive and now he looks like that? He was hot and good Lord. I mean, what? happened i don't know i mean we shouldn't shame people
1: for getting older but
3: listen edward furlong had a meth and heroin addiction
1: oh i did not know
3: that he just got new teeth recently and yeah i've been following this because i'm like dude pecker was such a good movie and like i feel like that's like the last thing i saw him in that he was really good in, besides like american history acts That I like look and I find this, that he looks like um, a fucking fridge (laughs) with no teeth. And I'm like, what the fuck?
1: In 2005, a man named Ronald McDonald robbed a Wendy's in Manchester, New Hampshire. Hashtag facts. My fucking boss goes and vapes off of her weed on her bricks. I'm like, how are you working? I'd be jeweling and eating cookies right now. We're in a bakery. <laughs> like I could never. I'd be ripping open a package of brownies or something like
2: that. more like a get bakery.
1: Exactly. <laughs> Sarah, could you like go to like your salon job high?
3: Yes, and I actually don't get hungry because I smoke weed every day. I've been doing that since I was like 13. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, so you can work high. Popa, do you think you could work high?
2: Depends what the job was.
3: Yeah, it depends on the strain of weed, too. Like, if it's too intense, like, I'm not going to fucking smoke that shit before work.
1: Because <laughs> the thing, I cannot be in public when I'm fucking high. I can't go food shopping. Like, everything is a fucking mess. So I could not go to work high. But when I do the work on the podcast, like the editing work, because I'm just here alone in my head, I can really get into it.
4: So I was in uh, a local theater. But these weren't very clearly defined glory holes. So you made gnaw at them like a, like a spastic beaver had gone in there and just chewed at the wall. I look down and I just see these lips sticking through the fucking plywood and the entire booth filled up with the stench of bad breath. It, it oh my God, I punched the walls and get the fuck out. <laughs> Don't say you can't just, oh, this. Make it
1: Altoid.
4: <laughs> I've knelt down on the floor peel over the place use the bathroom
1: seriously men are kind of gross because women don't do that i mean if we have to pop a squat we'll go outside
4: or you know what You know what? You get the worst they don't take their socks off <laughs> right nothing is a boner kill faster than some guy in his fucking dirty
3: tube socks <laughs> yes dude thank you But that's also what I love about all, like, 80s porn is the white tube socks.
1: The fucking white tube socks with the striped colors.
4: All the worst things about my youth.
3: I'm also intrigued by the men's half shirt. Oh, God. I'll add one. Yes. I love that whole 70s, 80s aesthetic. No, you don't understand. Like, I'm so into watching, like, 80s workout videos. Leg warmers,
1: tube socks. <laughs> yeah, all of that.
3: Like all of the dudes have on these like super short shorts, their ball bag dangles out of them when they're done like leg lifts. It's hilarious.
4: Nobody needs to see somebody's random nutsack floating around like a like a disembodied brain.
3: But I miss that.
1: <laughs> it's funny that women's fashions will come back. You don't see men with their tube socks and their shorty shorts ever again. I do sometimes.
3: You do?
4: I heard mullets are back.
3: That's true. Mullets are back. What the fuck? This is the third time this week I have heard mullets are back, and it makes me gag.
1: And that will do it for this week's episode. Please give us a five-star rating. And the first 10 people who leave us a review get a free autographed Legs and Eggs shower curtain. I mean, not really, but you can buy one yourself at society6 slash Tallulah Sponge Cake slash designs. Send us an email at podcast at gmail.com and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Substack. Basically, we're everywhere. Thanks for listening. And just a friendly reminder, Jeffrey Epstein, didn't kill himself.